Hey yeah everyone I am Priya Sotreva your host of Trending Diary show your journey to connect with ideas stories experiences and people and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now today I'm connected with Anwar Bokrok founder of Scandinavian Moroccan brand with the passion of fashion and design this guy has made the Forbes 30 U30 list at such a young age in this episode we are going to discuss everything between fashion and culture let's explore the global influence beyond that if you are someone who is a fashion nerdy or an entrepreneur to make a good name into the fashion world this episode is going to be a gem for you and do not forget to explore some personal and basic personal style hacks with anwar Hi Edward, thank you so much for being on Trending Diary and it's lovely to have you all the way from Dubai. Hi Priya, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And I'm really much inspired by by your creativity, by you being an entrepreneur at such a young age that made me particularly feel so happy that you know I've hosted so many people, you're one of them. So thank you again and uh, this particular conversation we are going to you know completely concentrate on fashion you being an entrepreneur and everything in between cool cool yeah i'm excited okay uh so to start with i'm curious to know uh you have been inspired by the different cultures traditions as you mentioned that you have traveled all around the world before you know you start, started your entrepreneurship journey so how it has contributed to to your personal uh brand creation i think because since i'm i'm born in norway mm-hmm. and my roots are moroccan so i always felt that like different cultures and different heritage and different you know everything that lies in between identity and 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 where you where someone's from and what you look like it's all come together into one melting pot uh, in my in myself and for me that's always been very important part of my life um mm-hmm. you know being raised by immigrant parents you know and things like that it it shapes you and it always felt that that was kind of it was my story it was my inspiration because you get to see different worlds you get to see what's good what's bad you get to see what you know you can create your own dream universe which mm-hmm. fundamentally that's really what my my brand was about my brand was about creating this fantasy mm-hmm. world um which would be like let's say the perfect perfect universe Mm-hmm. what have been the particular you know fashion or styling that uh, especially a trend that you have been obsessed with you know obviously we work only with handcraft and craftsmanship and that's a trend that always now is trending but we've been working with it since uh, since a long time and i love everything that's handmade uh, when i grew up in i used to travel to we used to travel to morocco for summers and we used to work with all these artisans creating like garments interiors Uh, so we always worked very close with people on creating things in my family so obviously that's something that's always i always carry that around and now i see that it's trending in fashion you know you see all these mm-hmm. crafty things uh, obviously i'm obsessed with that but that's for, for for me it's more than just a trend you know it becomes more of a lifestyle mm-hmm. as a layman and also for some of our listeners who who are the big follower fan of fashion of course can you share some practical advices styling hacks not even styling hacks you know how one can fashion into the authentic self um how how can they do that uh i think you know like you said it's very important Especially that you listen to your inner voice 
Uh, so of course now we are not the red carpet person, uh, especially yeah. for the uh, daily person looks. I think uh, what's important is that you listen to your inner voice and that you just dare to be yourself. And uh, you know, in fashion, sometimes people think there are rules, but actually it's not. It's really about being yourself and having fun with it and expressing yourself. You know, life mm -hmm. can be very boring and mundane. Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, clothing is an, ex uh, an escape. It's an entrance to a new world. You can change your character for a night or for a day. So I'm, um, I'm always all up for like, just go all in, have fun with it, you know, enjoy yourself, express yourself. And yeah, that's always been like my, my ethos when it comes to, to fashion. And what are the common style pitfalls that one can avoid? I honestly don't believe so much in those just simply because I think everyone will dress differently and you know someone might listen they might be from one part of the world and another part of the world and things are you know norms are very different but I just think like as long as you feel good mm -hmm. then everyone else can you know go somewhere mm -hmm. else but you, I, I always focus on on myself and when I dress people I always think about what they feel good in what they want to channel because sometimes you know, especially when you go out, you want to find the character. Mm -hmm. You want to find, you want to be that character, right? You want to be maybe fierce, maybe you want to be vulnerable, maybe you want to be cool, and like just go for it. You know, mm -hmm. whatever makes you feel good, just just do it. Experiment and have fun. Okay, great. Uh, I'm gonna do that definitely. And uh, <laughs> when we talk about the new trends, new emerging evolution of the fashion, there's that term called sustainable fashion, slow fashion. The world is slowly, slowly moving to that, which is for the good for the environmental impact also, right? And uh, I know a few fashion brands, the one which I really like in India specifically, Brevilliquent, and th there might be a lot of brands over there. So, so how do you think that how the fashion, how past friends are going, past brands are going to uh, evolve, or are they going to, you know, decrease slowly, or what? Like, uh, how do you think that? The, what kind of war do you see between the past fashion or the slow fashion? Um, obviously, even if slow fashion is, you know, it's becoming something very important in fashion. Um, I think also fast fashion mm -hmm. brands are learning, and. Mm -hmm. I think like 20 years ago, fast fashion brands would do things ruthlessly, right? They would mm -hmm. take a river in Sri Lanka and they would destroy it. They don't care. They just want profits. They would take an entire island and cover it in chemicals. They didn't care. Now people mm -hmm. are much more responsible and people are really trying to do the best they can. So I see def like I see a big change in terms also of like factories. When you meet factories, a lot of things they don't allow you to do anymore. Um, a lot of things they said in the new certificates. So the whole fashion industry is going towards the right direction. It's slowly, but there is a huge um, effort and a commitment from everyone doing this. And obviously, then we come back when it, to like trends. Like, yes, fast fashion will always give you an idea that whatever you were wearing yesterday is not good today. So it's supposed to be fast. It's supposed to change it. But... At the same time, maybe we can also pace ourselves, look at trends in a different perspective. Um, it's a 360 effort from the consumer to the brands, to the factories. Everyone has to do something. You know, like mm -hmm. uh, even uh, it's much, it's as much my responsibility if I go to Zara every day and I buy 200 pieces. doesn't matter how sustainable they are. I'm not sustainable in my consumption. True so like uh, I still feel that I'm happy to see how many fashion brands are moving forward. Uh, like I mentioned before, we all, we started like this. We just wanted craft, craftsmanship because when you craft products, you cannot really rush anything. 
the artisan is the boss. You know, they decide how, you know, you cannot just change. No, I want this kind of stitch. No, it doesn't work. That's this. They want this kind of stitch or this detail or this securement or whatever. So, you know, everyone is on the ball, sure. um, which is, which is great, which is, which is good. Great. And uh, as a designer, as an entrepreneur, how do you infu infuse your cultural heritage, your values into your designs and what impact do you hope to see into the fashion world? What does that seem like? I think fashion for a very long time, well, it, it has been very dominated by very few markets and mm -hmm. like designers were all looking the same. They were mostly white people, they were mostly white men. Um, and and the, that became, I think, very boring because, you know, they might be amazing designers everywhere. So I think what we're seeing now is that every country can have their little designers. They can have like a few people um, that you can buy from. And also thanks to like online retailers, you can mm -hmm. go to Farfetch and you can buy an Indian designer as much as a Colombian designer, as much as a, you know, Chinese designer. And I think it opened up a lot of doors. When I grew up, um, you went into something like Farfetch and it was only like French and Italian brands and some American, right? So it was only like Gabriello, it was this, it was like Mark, it was just the same names over and over again. Now you can really, there's a shift. There's a shift in how people, what kind of people, things people want. And I think we also want unique things, right? We don't want to look all the same. With internet, mm -hmm. we just are so much exposed to fashion all the time. We don't want to look mm -hmm. like the next person so mm -hmm. it created a lot of space for designers from different parts of the world and it created space for new cultures new hair you can portray your heritage and people can buy into that world in a different way without like fetishizing it because sometimes it comes from that origin right that person mm -hmm. with that origin that cultural that heritage gives you the fashion from that point of view mm -hmm. so interesting is changing Indeed. And also, I have seen, especially when I closely observe lots of designers, what my observance says that they have not been a very good business people. They're super creative in their field. They're very creative in what they do, but they're not very good business people. And they're amazing business people. They're amazing business-minded people. They're, they're good with money and everything, but they, they don't know the design. They don't know the creativity very well. So, so as an entrepreneur, as a designer, how do you balance between that? I think that would be a really good question for anyone who is who is a designer who look forward to be an entrepreneur, or who's anyone an entrepreneur and look forward to elevate their designs uh, game. So, how did you balance? Uh, you know what? I think I'm lucky because I have some business sense, not much, but some like enough to maybe be able to do a lot of things and understand some point of views. You will see that in most businesses there's still that setup you have one business person mm. and one uh creative and mm. i also uh need to i work a lot with business people mm -hmm. so like uh, i ha i need help from people who understand numbers so like mm. I, even if it's like a brand that's maybe that has been represented a lot by me but behind mm. it is also a lot of people who help help mm. out and who, who who give their advice or who give their you know everything and I, I still think that's that's really a thing. And you know what? There's not enough hours in a day for me to sit and do Excel sheets and also do collections. Mm -hmm. So no matter what someone wants to do, like it's important at one point that you 
realize like what do I need help with? Like what's my weaknesses and who's going to compliment me? And I think that's when businesses start to roll really. Um, having a brand in the beginning is easy because you design, you make the clothes, you photograph them and, and you sell them. That's, that's it. But like one day, like I would like us to really expand properly, especially in the GCC region. Um, and for that, I know for sure I will need to partner up with not one, not two people, but like I, I need to partner up properly with, with the right people in plural. Okay. Concluding it down, what are three things, three advice or, you know, three knots that you would love to give the emerging fashion entrepreneurs or emerging entrepreneurs in general? Yeah. Um, so there was three things. Yeah. So one thing I would really recommend is find something that you uh, love to do that excites you to do something. Don't just think that you're finding the next best thing or the next new thing. Just really be passionate about what you do because you have to do it for a long time and you have to do it endless hours. So like, and it takes years. Like when we see, when we see an app maybe and we start using it, that maybe has existed for 10 years. So maybe one, two or three people were behind this idea for years, you know, but they were passionate about enough to, to, to keep it going. Um, advice number two, ask for help. Dare to ask people for help where you, where you fail, maybe someone else can succeed, you mm -hmm. know? So know your weaknesses and know how, who to partner up with and know what to outsource. True. Number three would be to take risks. Like take the biggest risks and like, go for it. Don't be afraid. Don't be, don't be hesitant. If something feels like, like it might be the solution, just go for it and you will fail anyway. So you might as well fail doing, taking risks rather than failing, not taking risks. Mm -hmm. Make lots of sense. And I think this is something, some way we all know, but it's always a good reminder and to know from someone who has done it. So thank you. And also uh, let, let's try to know you from you know a little personal end so start with a different segment of cushion which are not very serious but a little funky uh, you know sides yeah. let's do that okay so maybe you can be very short with it but crisp with it uh, yeah, share sure. with us a fun or unexpected fashion trend or styling tip that you personally love and would recommend trying oh wait um <laughs> i love i'm currently i really love the trend where you wear something tight on top mm -hmm. and something loose at the bottom. Okay. So like really wide, wide leg things with like tighter t-shirts or tighter long sleeves, something like that. That's for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody types look good in anything. And I think mm -hmm. uh, that's what's that's what's interesting. It's really like because we've been used to so long that we have big on top and small at the bottom, right? Like oversized mm -hmm. hoodie with skinny jeans. Now it's gonna be skinny tops mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. oversized jeans i'm gonna try that too um, <laughs> <laughs> if, if one thing you could wear for the lifetime what it would be um that would maybe be oh i don't know i think maybe my pearl necklace pearl ne necklace yeah uh -huh. i have a pearl necklace that would like it's, to wear it's classic Yes, yeah, so mm. the pearls are from the Philippines and they're very, very big and heavy. So I love them. Mm -hmm. uh, if you could dress any fictional character in your designs as a model, who it would be and what would they wear? What would you, how would you design their clothes? Any fictional character. Oh, characters. You know what? That's a very good question. 
<laughs> I have many people I'd like to address, obviously. I think the Kardashian women are so interesting, every one of them, like in different ways. Uh, mm. Very entrepreneurial women. Uh, I think the like Bella Hadid, maybe maybe it will be Bella Hadid. Mm. Actually, and she, Hadid. I would I would make I would make like a stripe set for her, and I would put her in like uh, heels and the stripe set and a bag, mm-hmm. all from us. That's hard. What's <laughs> the wildest fashion trend uh, or experiment you have ever tried, either personally or in your designs professionally? The wildest one. Um. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I once wore like. Uh, actually, let me think. The wildest, because you know I work in fashion. Everyone dresses wild. You know, like you come, you you go to a meeting and someone sits in front of you with like purple hair and like stockings with holes in them and and a bra outside their blazer. And like, I don't know if, yeah, I don't know if I'm surprised anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I see, I see so many different people, and I love like uniqueness. You know, I love people to be different, and I love people mm-hmm. who take risks. Maybe the craziest thing I've seen in my life was someone that I saw who was wearing a pair of sweatpants, and they were completely full of holes, and it was completely holy. And they that was a look like it was every thread was a hole. Mm-hmm. That was Crazy. something that was shocking, and it was also if full you of stains. Showed us a picture. We would love to show it here, like on the screen. <laughs> But no worries. <laughs> I don't have a picture. I don't have a picture of it, but uh, because that was a person on the street. But um, uh-huh. imagine as sweatpants that you've been wearing for the last forty years and with food stains. Oh god, <laughs> this is why. But they were feeling uh, good. They were feeling good. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you could teleport <laughs> to any fashion era in history and bring back one trend, which era would you choose and why? I think the seventies. Okay, I think seventies was really about. Uh, it was bold, but in like a casual way, and it mm-hmm. was like flares, and it was with flowers and a lot of shirts and and you know shorts and things like that. And I love the eighties too. I just feel like eighties was like very very glamorous with shoulder pads and sequins and whatever, which is fun, but mm-hmm. you get really tired of it. But the seventies, I feel like I could literally dress seventies every day. Uh, okay, there's another round. Uh, it's a rapid fire round, and hey, I'll give you just two options, and you have to quickly choose. Uh, you know, you have no time. It's just rapid fire, so there there okay, should okay. be lots of fire. Uh, leather or denim? Uh, denim. Stripes or polka dots? Stripes. Bold colors, neutral tones. Bold colors. Fashion trend you cannot stand. Um. Oh my God! Wait. Um. Rapid fire. The other day. <laughs> I can't. You know, my head is full of trends. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I actually, I don't like skinny jeans anymore. Uh huh. Oh, best fashion advice you've ever received. Um. Be unique. Our favorite fashion designer of all time. Uh, difficult to answer because many, but the, my favorite collection was ever was with John Galliano for Dior when he did the oh, Egypt collection. Classic, classic. Uh, yeah. One fashion item you cannot live without. My own leather bag. Okay. My, my, my phone pouch. Mm-hmm. 
uh, fashion trend Sorry. you have currently obsessed with? Uh, stripes. Best dressed celebrity in your opinion? Um, maybe, oh God. Maybe ASAP Rocky or Offset. Let's say Offset. Okay. And one fashion icon you look up to, maybe one fashion celebrity who really dressed herself or himself best, according to you? Uh, I would say... Um... Oh, good question. Because it's similar to the last one. Offset is someone I think has really good style. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that said, there's a one thing before ending it. One thing uh, we are always curious to know from our guests: that what is the one trend you like to see more evolving in the new world? So it's necessarily not need to be related to fashion, but anything that you and more would love to see as humans. So what that one trend looks like? Um, I I like that after COVID that we were doing more like in real life events and then that how this is really evolving um, back to concerts, back to, you know, uh, things like that. I'd like to see that develop even further, um, you know, like the face-to-face -face interaction and the, and the gathering of people, like festivals mm -hmm. and things like that. Like what's, I think this, we focus a lot on the digital experience. Mm -hmm. uh, but how can we also evolve the in real life experience because that has taken like a break but let's go back into developing that mm -hmm. evolving more into the real life rather than just virtual life exactly this made me more excited to see you in person so hope we'll do another podcast <laughs> where we are meeting definitely and thank you so yes. much it's lovely and it's quick the time passes so it's uh it's lovely to have you and uh love to know your fashion personality and how you perceive this as a you know as the whole thing so thank you thank you so much thank you thank you thank you With that's it thank you so much beautiful people for joining in i hope you really enjoyed the episode if you have some idea concept or story to share do dm us on the instagram page of training die we are all yours and i look forward to see you again in the next episode with another great story with another great human till then do not forget to follow us here our give us a positive review up at apple podcast and now we are also live at youtube till then bye bye and god bless us all